Welcome to episode 36 of the Internet Beer Users Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Pro, joined today, as always, by Jay Torres. Jay, what's going on, man? Hey, Nick. What's up, man? Another Monday. How are you yeah. doing? Yeah. How was your weekend? Yeah. It, well, it was a rough Monday for me. I just, it was a it was a very eventful weekend. Uh, I, I was actually up in the uh, Pacific Northwest over uh, at Portland. Oh, so it was nice. a, a great... Love that city. Yeah. Yeah, it was a it was a, a great kind of a weekend kind of guys trip type of deal. Uh, the first time I had been to Portland was last year, well, second time actually, but uh, the first time really visiting and enjoying the sights, if you will, was last year um, with my buddies as well at my bachelor party. And yeah, it, that was that was pretty much a blur, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, very fun. And was looking forward. We had an opportunity. We had a pretty good um, deal in terms of flights and a hotel and whatnot. So we actually returned uh, a few of us, not the whole, you know, bachelor party party, okay, yeah. if you will, um, but just a, a, a few of my guy friends. And we're up there this past weekend. And of course, I do have to report back about beer and of especially course. standout beer. Yeah, I, I had a lot of it, but not a. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it, but not in a lot of different places, okay. interestingly enough. And as a matter of fact, really the the top place, and I guess you can even say the only place I had it was at Great Notion. Nice. So Great Tell Notion, us. we've 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 covered on the show in a roundabout way. Well, we've covered it twice. The first time was they collaborated with Modern Times for their Effective Dreams IPA, which we both mm-hmm. uh, liked very well. And the second time we covered them on the show is when I mentioned that I had tried a couple of their beers over oh. at the Festival of Dankness right. a few weeks back. So obviously I was very excited to be able to actually visit the brewery in person. And we got in on Thursday. We actually literally from the airport went directly to Great Notion. <laughs> nice. Didn't go to the room. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Didn't check in. We just went directly to Great Notion, and we were there pretty much. There was one day I, w- I wasn't able to make it, but um, my main buddy that I was with, uh, Frank, he was there every day, <laughs> literally Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Holy and crap! It, yeah, what was funny was actually it was the first place we went after we, you know, got yeah. after we landed from the airport, and the last place that we were in before we actually went good? to the airport. That good, huh? It was, well, a couple of reasons, mainly because, yes, it was that good. Um, for those of you that aren't familiar, Great Notion specializes in New England-style, Northeast, juicy, hazy IPAs, and they also do a great job with uh, with sours. That's kind of their their main two that they advertise, that they focus on. Um, they do stouts as well. They had a stout on tap that I didn't try, which was called Double Stack, which was a 10% um, uh, stout brewed with, I believe... I think it was syrup, kind of like double stack of pancakes was oh, okay. the concept with it. Uh, it looked really good, but I was just like, nah, I just got to stick to the juice. So speaking of the juice, let me just mention, um, shout out a few of their their offerings that were on tap this past weekend. The first one is Juice Junior, which is a smaller version of Juice Box, which I'll get to in a little bit. But Juice Junior uh, clocks in at 6% ABV, which is a really good ABV for me, as, mm-hmm. as you know. And um, just New England style, just, just it's just amazing the flavor that it's able to to accomplish at that point of ABV. It's definitely a sessioner. You can just slam back 
you know, three, four, five, and wow. not even blink. And nice. it's just, yeah, it was, it was when we got there too, it was very, very hot. And uh, especially in that t- kind of weather, kind of late summer, Indian summer weather, if you will, super refreshing. So Juice Jr., it was, it was awesome. We had two, var- two variations of Ripe. Which is um, one of their one of their I guess flagship IPAs. Just we had the standard ripe, which was exceptional. I gave it like a four seven five. Just again, same thing as Juice Junior, New England style, hazy. Just knocked it out the park with that one. And uh-huh. then then the when I went back two days after, they had a fresh hop variety of ripe that replaced the regular ripe. Which is in this I guess this is the season that you start to see more fresh hop beers. Okay. Um, kind of like Lagunitas, born yesterday, they brew it with the with the fresh hops. So the fresh hop variation even went a step above. You know, it came in like a I don't know <laughs> four eight five for me. I was just like, Damn. oh my god, these guys are just on fire, right? But kind of the pinnacle in terms of the the juice, quote unquote, was a juice box, which is actually an imperial or double IPA. I forget exactly oh. how they market it. Yeah, that's, clocks that's in my at, flavor. <laughs> yes, clocks in at nine point two. Oh and my actually, gosh. Yeah, and it doesn't taste like that. It's just, oh, it's Juice. just, it, it's exceptional. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's as advertised. Definitely reminds you of a nice juice box from uh, from grade school. Definitely nailed it with that one. And they actually had crowlers of it. If you're not familiar with how Great Notion operates, they do really limited crowler runs. Um, I guess they're expanding their capacity or their production early 2018. Apparently, from what I heard. But as of now, they do just a super limited crowler. Um, they offer crawlers on a super limited basis and they do s- kind of small, small limits for when they do it. Um, mm-hmm. unfortunately the one that I happened to catch, it was one crawler per person, um, Boo. for the oh, limit. So, yeah. So unfortunately I brought one back, but, um, I just in general, as you can tell, Oh, by the way, really quick before I forget, I did try one of their sours. It was the, um, blueberry muffin sour and it tasted it tastes like it tastes like a blueberry muffin. It was it was it was incredible. Yeah, I mean, and and before I before I really forget before I wrap up, let me just also shout out their food. Food oh, is food tremendous. Yeah, they had these they had these great chicken wings. They had like these everything fries with like pulled pork. Um, I had a I had just a good old fashioned cheeseburger that was phenomenal. Um, one of the things I love about Portland is is the food and, right. and you oh, can God. pretty much so go good. anywhere and, and get and get exceptional food. I mean, they really pride themselves on that. But in terms of you know a brewery delivering on the beer that I want to drink and the beer that I seek out and just knocking it out of the park, and as it just as an added bonus, also serving exceptional food. Yeah, great notion. Just oh. Uh, instantly became one of my favorite breweries. I bought a little tulip glass with their um, with their logo on it. Um, just I can go on and on and ramble about <laughs> them the entire show. So anyway, if you're up That's in that awesome. area, if you haven't checked them out yet, they've been around for I think a year and a half or so from just kind of okay. various people that that I'd, uh, I was chatting with. Check them out. You will not regret it. Um, just just an exceptional exceptional brewery and and obviously the highlight of my weekend trip. That's awesome. I'm actually going up to Portland next month for a work trip, and uh, yes, yeah, I'm gonna try to. I'm trying to swing it so that my wife can come, so we can. She's never been, and we're trying to, you know, do all the food stuff, all the beer stuff. But I'm gonna tr- I'm try to squeeze some time in to get it to to great. If there's one place I'm gonna go, Great Notion, I'm trying to get a pick up a beer from there. 
Don't don't try, do, Jay. Don't <laughs> just try. Just do it. Do yes. Just do it like Nike. Nike, like Nike. is very big up there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, the, headquarters. the headquarters. Yeah, 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 is up there. Yeah. Actually, one of one of my like a friend of a friend, but he's you know practically my friend too. Actually, knew an employee, and it was funny. Um, one of the days that we were up there, he got like a pass to the um, oh, no, employee store. Yeah, and he just. Went lost nuts. his mind he got like six pairs of shoes and <laughs> j- jersey and shirts and yeah anyway so i just want to shout cool. out nike too that's cool yeah so uh you had a pretty eventful weekend as well jay there, there was a certain product <laughs> that uh that went on sale for pre-orders yeah so i spent my what was it my thursday night st- oh okay so not not quite almost the weekend yeah 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 so I usually, I used to, st- I, I'm usually a night, a night owl, but, um, come 11, 1130, I'm pretty tired, <laughs> you know, kids mm-hmm. and work, they, they get me pretty tired. But on Thursday night I stayed up because at 1201, uh, the pre-order for iPhone eight and eight plus, uh, went live and I, w- we watched the, you know, we covered the, the event last episode and I think I, I pretty much made my decision. I was going to go eight plus this time around and, um, mm-hmm. So I stayed up Thursday night, and it was pretty cool. I, I learned last year the best way to do this is to do it through the Apple Store iOS app. And mm-hmm. um, since I'm part of the iPhone upgrade program, they know what phone that you have, and they know that you know you're coming up on your your years to where you can renew. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made it super easy. You can just like go ahead and in favor, you know s- select the phone that you want, color, size. Um, uh, which carrier and they'll store mm-hmm. it for you so once it's time to pre-order everything is all set up all you have to do is just hit you know check out and then yeah. you know i was done in and out within like less than five minutes so uh, wow yeah it was i think they so, le- yeah they learned their lesson and and um everything stayed up no no uh, the website wasn't down or anything like that nice and and just for the record just so everyone knows exactly um Color and yeah. capacity. Sure. So I ended up getting a eight iPhone eight plus, uh, two hundred fifty six gigs in space gray, and nice. um, yeah, I wanted to go eight plus this time because I wanted the good ca- the, the the upgraded the nicer camera versus the eight, and, and mm-hmm. I I wanted an iPhone like as soon as I could a new phone as soon as I can get one. I mm-hmm. I didn't want to wait until the the iPhone ten comes out in in November. 2019. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you can get one, right? Who knows how the uh, first day sales? I mean, you're, you're you're obviously getting the 10 at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things. I mean, I, we've been joking on it, but I'm I yeah. legit. I, I legitimately <laughs> hope that I'm able to score one before 2018. I'm 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 not being facetious. I legit hope I can do it. I'm going to be crossing my fingers, right. and I'm sure I'll be keeping. All of you yeah. updated on the show, so wish me luck. But but Jay, of course, you you wanted that instant gratification. Yes, and you got it. When, when is when are they shipping? Actually, next week was it? Oh, it's this. Uh, so today's Monday. Um, picking it up this Friday. This Friday's the twenty oh, second. So yeah, you got, and you were able to do store pickup. Yeah, I'm doing store pickup. Um, Shh, I, I don't think I mentioned this to you, but my my phone, um, it it broke. Uh, <laughs> what? I cracked my screen. Yeah, it happened like uh, last week. My kid oh. threw it. I can't. I don't know if you can see. There you go, right there. Oh, I can see it. Yeah, yeah my kid oh, threw. On the he threw the phone there. on the on the concrete, and there's, oh. I've got some some shatters on there. This year, so wait, wait. Let me hold on one second. We have to we have to like highlight this level of of bravery, Jay. And correct me if I'm wrong. Your son was using your phone without a case, naked. Yeah, naked. Yeah. Wow. 
<laughs> wow. That is, oh my. I mean, I, I used to. give it up to you, man. Yeah. I used to have a case, and but the battery case and that ended up crapping out on me three different times. So I kind of like gave up on it. Um, yep. And he throws the foam. It just so happened that, you know, we were just outside and he did it and it just fell the right way and it cracked. So wow. um, the whole point of that was um, I'm picking it up because they won't let you trade. Obviously, you have to trade in the phone and they have to inspect mm-hmm. it. This mm-hmm. year, if my phone was, you know, still in good condition, they have a, an option to mail it in now. So they'll send you oh, a box. You never have to, so you don't even have to go into the store. I think I saw that. Yeah. So I won't be able to do that this year. But um, yeah. yeah, picking it up on Friday. But they'll take it crack like that because technically it's covered under Apple yeah. Care, which comes with the upgrade you just have, program. Yeah, you just have to pay for the replacement, which is I think is like thirty bucks for a screen replacement. So I'm not, I'm not too worried. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, hey, man. Um, we'll be. Uh, yeah. patiently waiting for your experiences, for sure. your yeah. review, and going back to the larger size. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, the 8 Plus is is a beast. I've been reading up on some of the early hands-on impressions, been looking at the uh, the, the early benchmarks that have right. leaked, yep. and that thing looks like a more than worthy upgrade from the, uh, the current 7s and 7 Plus. So definitely looking forward to your thoughts on that. But um, before we get into our show beer, I also wanted to ask you about your uh, iPhone 10 spottings that have <laughs> yeah. that you've been uh, experiencing out and about in your neighborhood, Jay. Why don't you uh, clue us in on those? Yeah, so my daughter goes to school uh, in Sunnyvale, and it's right next to Cupertino. And her ex- the exit off of, uh, to her school is the same exit as Apple HQ. So, um, mm. so I dropped her off at uh, her school and I went to there's a local Starbucks so I went to go stop by get some work done and get some coffee and I'm sitting there and I look up and across the the way in the Starbucks there's this guy you know sitting at a table and he's you know has his head down typing away at his phone right mm. and I'm just kind of like you know kind of dazing off and I look at his phone and I notice the telltale the it had a dual camera but not mm-hmm. the dual camera was was not horizontal like how it is on the current seven plus oh. it was up and down it was up and down and i was like shoot that's an that's an iphone 10 <laughs> and first thing i did was i, I kind of took my phone and i like i took a picture of this dude <laughs> without him noticing and like i zoomed in and i sent it to you and i, I tweeted it out to some of the um you know some of the nerds that that i follow uh jason snell gruber and um jason snell he actually replied back and he's like well, since it's announced, since it's public, the employees who have them on them, they're allowed to, to you know, bring them out in public now since, you know, yep. it's, they've announced it, basically. It's not for sale, but they have announced it. So I was like, yep. oh, okay, that makes sense. Like, they have to do testing, and there are Apple employees everywhere, you know, around Sunnyvale, Cupertino, and I just so happened to run into this guy. And yeah. um, you, were fr- you were freaking out, like, oh, man, you should have talked to that guy. You should have jumped him for his phone <laughs> or whatever, yeah, taking a look yeah. at his phone. Should have just pulled one of those pickpocket maneuvers and like bumped into him, like, oh, I'm sorry, and then just swiped it and then just ran off. Yeah, that, sweet man. I would I would have been your getaway driver. So. Oh, appreciate just, that. <laughs> but the crazy, even crazier thing was uh, the, the the next day. Okay, this was on a Wednesday, I think. The Thursday, I dropped my daughter off at school, and I kind of hang around. They have like a morning assembly in the morning when, where mm-hmm. they do announcements. Parents hang around, and I look over to the guy next to me, and he's t- he's texting somebody, right? And then I look at his mm-hmm. phone, 
And what do I see? The telltale notch at the top. I was like, oh, Ooh. crap. This guy has mm-hmm. an iPhone 10. He's standing like three feet away from me. One of the parents mm-hmm. at my daughter's school obviously wow. works at Apple and he has an iPhone 10. So I, once again, I took my phone out. <laughs> I took a picture and I sent it to you. And you're like, where are you seeing all these iPhones? Like, seriously, man. Like, like every day it seems like oh there's another guy who's in the tent there he is oh. yeah oh, yeah those, those were the only two but um i will definitely put uh these pictures in our show notes because i you know i'm on twitter and i follow a lot of nerds i don't think i've seen any other people tweet aside from the actual event i haven't mm-hmm. seen anybody tweet um iphone 10s out in the wild so i think it's i thought it was pretty cool like oh shoot t- iphone iphone 10s out in the wild so i'll post those pictures yeah. so the second one where i could see the screen Mm-hmm. was pretty good the other one at the back was kind of blurry but i was standing next to that guy and i was like oh my gosh that screen looks so nice forget the notch the, the quality of the screen even standing like three feet away was like you could bright. see the difference you can totally yeah. tell it's a it's a better it's a different screen and i was just like oh it made yeah. me double it made me uh second guess my decision but um I ended up getting the eight, oh. ordering the eight plus but i can't wait until you get your 10 and, and talk about it well, I mean, it'll be a great discussion in 2020 when I finally <laughs> share with everyone that I got my hands on that iPhone 10. So uh, definitely stay tuned for that. And in the meantime, yes, we sir. have a very special show beer. Yeah. Very special collaboration we have on deck today. This is one between Beavertown Brewing out of the United Kingdom, Garage Project out of New Zealand, and good old Stone out of San Diego, and also now Richmond, Virginia, where they recently right. opened up That's true. another plant brewery, if you will. And this collaboration goes by the name of Frutalica, with uh, which you know, with the um, artwork that you see here, really cool, um, kind of very uh, metal, if you will. It's uh, it's a really cool looking skull. Uh, it has the uh, the stone gargoyle right at the top, but the skull itself also has some um, both uh, what are those things horns and uh, <laughs> yeah, kind I of they're uh, called horns. <laughs> what, what are those things called? And um, this here, you're gonna have to help me with these. I don't; these are not coming to mind. What are they? Tentacles. There we go. Tentacles. Uh, yeah. And yeah, yeah, and um, just looks cool. It just looks really awesome. I think they nailed the uh, the artwork here. They gave it kind of a very um, grunge or a, a very metalish kind of appearance there, and just kind of browsing at the other two breweries. Well, one of them I am somewhat familiar with; the other one not so much. But uh, Beavertown, I kind of browsed on their website briefly, and their artwork seems to match kind of this aesthetic that they that they had for for the bottle artwork. Uh, really cool. Check it out if you're not familiar. If you are across the pond um, and you're familiar with them, uh, they you know, hey, we're they look like they're very interesting. They produce some good beer, so we'd love to hear some feedback on on uh, if you've uh, sampled any of their beers before. And also, Garage Project, the same goes for for those of you listeners out there in New Zealand. And Garage Project, uh, I am familiar with based on their collaboration with Sierra Nevada for their latest beer camp across the world. They actually did a campout porter, which I heard a lot of great things about. Uh, but today's show beer, let's, uh, let's get going on a pour here, Jay, and then I'll yeah. kind of give... Uh, a little bit on on a description here, and it's as Stone likes to do, especially with collaborations. And I've had a couple, I wouldn't say quite a few, but I've had a couple really unique ones. The one that comes to mind is the um, 
uh, is the green tea IPA. I don't know if you ever tried that yeah, one. Yeah, I did. Jay? I did. Loved it. Loved it. I mean, green tea, beer, like at first glance, it's like, oh, what? It worked, but to though. me, oh, it worked very well. It was, it was, to me, it was amazing. So seeing this and seeing the description, let me just kind of read you guys here um, the back of the bottle. And I think it's a really cool write-up, as Stone tends to do. Uh, a tropical double IPA with a death metal kick to the cod piece. A global collab from Stone, Beavertown, and Garage Project. Careful now, you're holding liquid metal in your hands. Glorious, crank it to two, excuse me, crank 11. it to 11. I cannot read. <laughs> oh my God. Cacophony is what happens when intense tropical fruit gets a flash pot addition of pyrotechnic heat from the habanero. The result is a literal world tour as three globe-trotting breweries collaborated on this immensely thunderous soundstorm of a beer. Masters of Brewing Beavertown uh, in the United Kingdom, <clears throat> excuse me, and Garage Project New Zealand worked with us in San Diego to brew this double IPA with power with a power trio of kiwi, yuzu, and habanero. Yuzu and habanero, sure, but who knew that who knew kiwi fruit could be so metal? <laughs> Add in a colossal hop character to ride the lightning of the subtle but fiery heat. Hops, fruit, heat, and juiciness for all. Call up your mosh mates, crank up the tunes, throw this beer in the fridge, and chill them all. Awesome reference to Metallica, of course, their classic album, Kill Em All. And uh, just, again, really looking forward to this. I mean, look at that pour, Jay. I never thought that this would come out looking this way. Yeah, the color is like... It's rich. It's deep. It looks, man. It and looks like a smoothie almost. And it's and it's hazy. Yeah, it's hazy. It's hazy. I mean, this is uh, not the typical appearance no. of a stone beer. No, no, no. I can't remember ever seeing a stone beer with this hazy, uh, murky, golden, right? just almost New England style appearance. Yeah. Ever. If you if you were to pour this and and said this is a New England IPA, I would have. I'd believe you because it, it definitely looks like it. It's, that's crazy. Hops wise, this was brewed with Waiti, Rewaka, and Centennial, and it clocks in at an ABV of 8%. What, what are you getting on the nose, Jay? I can, that's weird. Habanero, and I can barely, barely get a hint of it. I'm, I'm interested to taste it. Yeah, this, this is just super unique. I mean, I don't, aroma yeah. wise. I guess I'm getting the fruits. I'm not familiar with uh, with yuzu, um, to be quite honest. Uh, a little bit of kiwi on the aroma, but more than anything, I'm getting I'm getting stone fruit, and I'm getting a little bit of that spiciness, kind of that chili kind yeah, of characteristic coming it, it, in. It kind of gets your, gets to your nose, Pr- prickles a little bit. Yeah, yeah there definitely. you go. But um, and a little, I guess, a little earthiness, maybe a little melon also on the on the aroma, but really unique this is i'm really looking yeah. forward to this one let's what, what, uh let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's dive give in, it a man. sample there rock Cheers. on <laughs> oh okay <laughs> a kick to the cod piece that's for sure whoa yeah that's that's whoa. that's crazy this is wow what you, ooh, I'm getting that heat on the yeah. back end. You get it, but it's not. It's not. It's I not remember, harsh. It's I like remember, a nice little. Wow, it's a nice little accent to the fruit. Whoa. Okay, but the bitterness. Holy, <laughs> this is 
This is a stone beer. Let me just say that. I- I'm going backwards here, so bear with me, folks. <laughs> but um, it's kind of like on the initial sip, you get the fruit coming in, and then you start getting the heat from the habanero, and then you get like a um, just like a West Coast stone trademark assertive hot bitterness coming in, but all melded together and kind of just a, a dry finish overall. And I like it. You you you, you definitely want another sip it it's wow this is crazy um how did they even collaborate uk new zealand and and san diego how the heck (laughs) Mm -hmm. apparently they all brewed uh they i guess you know the folks from um the other countries came into san diego and they wanted to do it all blue they all brewed collaboratively over down in the uh, san diego location and overall i would say wow in terms of just uniqueness and inventiveness this is this is wow it's like i can't even i almost can't even put it into words this is just so wow this is definitely um i've never definitely had on the cutting edge never had anything like this yeah never had uh, anything like this close um i was one, gonna say J- go ahead go ahead yeah go the ahead. one beer that i did have with habanero was that sculpin mm. and i did not like it <laughs> it was way too spicy so, yeah, so that's what I was going to ask about because I do remember that I was literally just going to ask you, okay, how would you compare this to the Avenue oh, this open? Is, this is like twenty times better. Like this Another is drinkable. Level. This is way drinkable. I mean, the other one I felt like was just like a gimmick. Like, yeah, the grapefruit mm-hmm. was sculpin was like you know that was good. Um, yeah, I didn't really care for the pineapple one, and then I saw the habanero. I was like, I let me try that one. I wanted to try all of them, and by far yeah. the, the habanero was my least favorite of the, the sculpins. Um, mm-hmm. But this is mm. the habanero is you can it's there, but it does, it's not like you know the other one was like way too spicy, and I had to ugh, I could not drink it. But this one it just subtly reminds me of uh, you can t- you can definitely sense the habanero. Yeah, yeah, it's there, but it's it's very it's very well balanced. It gives yeah. you a nice kick, but it doesn't like the first thing that I think about or I've always thought about with something like a habanero sculpin is I, I get really bad heartburn and oh. I take like antacids and, oh. and things like that. So that's like that's like my first thought every time I think of a beer like that. But you know, being somebody who has heartburn, I mean this beer, I don't know, who knows? It may give it to me after a after twenty two ounces. I mean, hey, you know, who's to say? <laughs> but it's I, I can definitely pick up on things right away or, you know, you take that first sip and you just kinda know like, oh, you know, this is gonna right. this is gonna kill me, you know? It, this isn't like that. It's no. a very pleasant um, sensation. It really accents again the hops, uh, the tropicalness. I mean, definitely big tropical fruit. The more that I, the, the more that I um, sample it against stone fruit, I get peach. I get a little bit of mango, but it's very much. And let me just say this before I jump to saying it's very much stone trademark, et cetera, mm-hmm. in terms of the West Coast, you know, hop bitterness. Look wise and mouthfeel wise, I mean, this is. Mm. I mean, if you didn't, if you pour, if you gave this to me in a glass and said, "Here, try this." Where, where do you think this is? Not even try this, but look at this. Where is this from? I would say, "Hey, this is from Modern Times, or this is from Cellar Maker, or this is from Alvarado Street." This is very much a modern double IPA. You know, very hazy, um, substantial mouthfeel. This is something, to be quite frank, and maybe I just don't drink enough Stone beers as of late that I really didn't anticipate coming from Stone, but I think it's definitely, you know, one of the ways that they stay 
they stay on the cutting edge of the beer world and, and the trends yeah. that are currently going on um, because it does give you a lot of those tropical you know fruit characteristics coming in but again you 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 swallow that sip and it's like oh this is this is stone yeah this is a west coast, west coast assertive idea. right you know but still pleasant bitterness not astringent it's it's kind of like yeah west coast you know this is the, you know we're the ones getting this together but right. definitely there on the go. cutting edge in terms of conceptually i mean this is this is amazing i mean the everything that they brought together with this but also kind of using those new school new school hops as well the the yet which i've never heard of but sounds like it's new um and i've obviously def- definitely heard of Rewaka. and um i'm just very impressed with this in terms of the the uniqueness and blown away didn't didn't expect this yeah solid solid beer so we'll, we'll continue to drink this uh throughout the show as always we will give our final thoughts and a a rating at the end um but let's move on to our next topic our tech topic and this is something that i wanted to do at the beginning of summer because you know people tend to do vacations and stuff over summer break yeah and it's basically travel tech like stuff we bring with us uh when we travel in terms of tech and um if we have any, you know, I wanted to share some some tech travel tips uh, with you all next time you go on a trip, whether it be for business or for pleasure. Uh, Nick, you just went to Portland. So what'd you bring with you up, up to the Pacific Northwest? Well, Jay, uh, first of all, I think this is a great topic. Uh, we, we miss the, uh, the summer travel season, but hey, if uh, depending on what time of year you're listening to this and just Going somewhere in general, it's uh, important to consider uh, some of the items that we're going to uh, present on today's show. And it's always important to think about, obviously, uh, how you're getting to where you're going and where you're going and what you're going to need from home, especially tech-wise. Because obviously, you know whether or not you consider yourself a tech enthusiast or how important it is to you personally, it, it definitely is a part of most of what we do in our daily lives nowadays. Yeah. And it's something that sometimes it's important to take a look at whatever your travel habit, travel habits are and what you're currently doing and ways that you can streamline or improve your travel experience. Again, whether it's actually, you know, traveling to your destination or actually being at your destination and uh, I think we we put together some solid, I guess, personal experiences and things that we do ourselves, but things that also maybe we hope that we can influence some of you listeners out there to consider or to, again, improve or add to whatever you currently do in terms of uh, your tech that you uh, that you travel with. So I'll go ahead and get started, Jay. And I'm I'm a pretty light packer in this regard. Uh, I want to keep things simple as much as possible. There's kind of a, a core few things. I'll start with the hardware, and okay. number one on my list is the iPad Pro 10.5 with LTE. Uh, this is, uh, I guess, my other iPad, if you were to really think of it in that way. My main iPad that I consider is my 12.9-inch, which is a Wi-Fi only. Uh, my LTE is a um, is a work device. It was, it was given to me by my work, and it really comes in handy for... Uh, trips like the one I just took in which um, I took a couple of uh, days off at the end of the week. But in terms of my position and, and being, you know, a sales manager, you know, it, it it's, it's not, I don't have a job where I, I leave the office and right. my work stops. Right. And you, I know you obviously, Jay, you can relate to that. I'm sure a lot of oh, our yeah. listeners can relate to that. 
Uh, you know, hey, for better, for worse, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, so this particular iPad, and believe me, I've traveled with pretty much every iPad that has been released with a couple of exceptions. So the original, the two, the three with the retina, the mini, uh, the iPad Air 1 and 2, um, the 12.9, and and now finally the 10.5. And in my opinion, the 10.5, and especially with LTE, is the sweet spot to me. It's the ultimate iPad to travel with. And for light work, or if you have, if you do work in which you don't need, you know, super professional grade applications like Logic or, you know, full Photoshop, something along those lines, mm-hmm. to me, it's pound for pound the best computing travel device especially with the lte oh yeah it it just to me it it just hits that sweet spot in terms of portability um i was using it in my um i flew up to portland so i was using it in my um in my in my plane seat and just kind of propping it on the um the little tray table or whatever have you and just kind of thinking back to my 9.7 that i had prior to that and obviously my 12.9 and just kind of comparing the sizes it it just nailed that sweet spot in terms of the size of that screen, the com- the comfort of the keyboard. Um, it was just the right amount of distance for me to look down at the trade table. It was light enough for me to hold if I needed to hold something up to my head or play a game or whatever it was. So to me, it 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 absolutely nails it. I do not want to ever travel again for something kind of like a weekendish type of getaway. For something along those lines, I do not want to travel with my te- my twelve point nine ever God. again. Yeah. To be quite honest, and I'd say even I'd say even in general, to be quite yeah, honest, the thing is that I think about it, big. It's just too big. It's great for home. I love sure, it for yeah. home. That's where I use it. You know, ninety whatever percent of the time. But ten point five uh, hits that sweet spot to me. It's the the number one thing that I'm packing and I'm taking with me um, on, on a trip where I just any trip in, in general. Yeah. So it's I, I'm really impressed with it. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So the second thing, um, again, pretty light in terms of tech, but I do want to also shout it out. It's a, a Belkin surge protector. So um, a lot of you may be familiar with with items such as this. I got mine off of Amazon. I'll throw a link in the show notes. And it's uh, obviously it's made by Belkin. And you know you plug it in to a socket, and it has three pluggable sockets for a regular power oh, yeah, device. I have that same one. And then. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the same exact one. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. And it has two USB ports. So it's definitely not the cream of the crop in terms of this particular product. You know, it doesn't have the maximum number um, plugs available or it doesn't have like 10 USB ports. But I think just for me personally, obviously, I have a lot of different devices, you know, a work phone and obviously my personal phone and iPad and this and that. So anytime I travel, I've had this now for... I think almost two years, or at least a year and a half. It's it's the best. Plug it directly into the wall. You plug all your devices into it. Um, two of your devices obviously do not need the power bricks because you just plug it in via USB. That's, yeah, it's awesome. So it's just it's it's a no brainer. If you're traveling with with I'd say more than two separate devices that you actively need to charge, um, I, I really have to say this really quick too, Jay. I think more than anything, it was the Apple Watch that really swayed me into this direction mm-hmm. to where mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, I need to get something else because taking all my chargers individually it was just becoming a pain oh uh, yeah yeah right i mean you know let's just let's just be real so um surge protector again if you have more than i'd say two devices and that you actively need to charge 
highly, highly recommend it. Uh, I'll put I'll put a link in the show notes. Mine is probably a little old by now, so you may want to do some research and, and see whatever best fits your needs. But in terms of traveling, again, multiple devices, Surge Protector is the way to go. Nice, nice. Yeah, I have that same one, and um, I don't bring it with me to travel anymore. I'll I'll get into mm-hmm. mine when it's when it's my turn. But um, yeah, yeah, I still have it. I think I still think it's a great um, uh, surge protector. And uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so what what else do you bring? Did you bring with you to Portland? I'm, re- I'm really big um, on reading on flights, especially for shorter flights, like an hour if I go down to L.A. or in this case Portland, which was kind of closer to to an hour and a half, two hours. I like kicking back on a plane getting a beer or two and putting my my earphones on, which I'll get to in a minute, and doing some reading. I do play some games here and there and um, just do, you know, if I have to do some stuff for work or maybe draft an email, things like that, I may, I may do that. But for the most part, I really enjoy just putting on some music, having a beer and reading. So in terms of long form reading or, or novels, whatever have you, I do have um, a Kindle Voyage nice. that my wife gave me for my, my birthday a couple of years ago. I know that the, the, there is a newer Kindle, which is the um, Oasis. God, I Oasis? The name of it. Oasis. There you go. There you go. Um, did not upgrade to that. I do not use my Kindle nearly enough to warrant that purchase. But I do say I do want to say that I definitely um, I try to be an avid reader as much as possible, as much time as I as much time as I have. And the Kindle is where I prefer to do it. Um, the e ink screen. Yeah. I'm definitely a fan of it. Um, it's I guess. I can't give you a scientific definitive review or comparison in you know and say oh it's much better and it's better for your eyes in terms of reading on a screen. I'm not going to go that far to be quite honest. If I had to read on my iPad or my phone, I would be fine. You know, mm-hmm. I, I remember mm-hmm. back in the day really quick that as soon as I kind of discovered in the App Store and shout out to Oh my god! I just I just blanked on the uh, on the app name. I used to use it all the time to <laughs> load books. To load ebooks onto my original iPhone, like my I think it was my 3GS, maybe even I don't want to say original, but I forget what it was called. I'm gonna look it up and see if I can put it on the show. But it was one of the original um, book apps on the App Store, I don't and remember. I and I literally I have to say this really quick. I literally read I don't know 15 to 20 novels on wow. my original on your little tiny 3.5 inch iPhone. Yeah, because it was so convenient. It was so convenient just to be able to read it. And back then, it was a great screen. But anyway, um, nowadays, I do use a Kindle Voyage. Not nearly enough as as I should. I need to, you know, definitely double up on my reading habits. So uh, looking to do that in the coming uh, months. But like you are looking to do, Jay, with your Instapaper habits, that is definitely (laughs) something that I make a point to do every time that I travel or every time that I fly. I get caught up on my queue. Will I ever get completely caught up? No. no. <laughs> I do not have an unread unread badge. Jay, you should update us whenever you get a second. Um, but Instapaper, if you aren't familiar, it saves articles to read uh, later. Uh, they have apps for pretty much every major platform. And a plane ride for me is a great time oh, yeah. uh, to get caught up on that and, um, and enjoy my articles that I saved six months ago that I've never looked at <laughs> until that moment. So um, big on reading, Kindle Voyage, and my Instapaper app is how I get that done. And finally, last but not least, we've covered it on the show. I did recently have the opportunity to acquire a pair, but it is um, the, uh, or they are the Beats Solo 3 earphones, same ones that you have, Jay. Mm-hmm. I have to commend you on that purchase, give you the code thumbs up on that. They're amazing <laughs> earphones. I do have to say I was concerned about the noise canceling, 
uh, oh, okay. lack lack thereof initially. But let me tell you, the way that they fit on your ears and the way that they kind of suction your ears, I don't I don't miss it. And and uh, I nice. gotta say, the sound quality is great. They have that W one chip for uh, it's yeah. W one, right? Yeah, yeah W one. Yep. Pairing, um, they're they're a great accompanying uh, piece of uh, earphone technology uh, to accompany my my good old AirPods. And I have to say, for some real rich sounding bass and and better sound, um, obviously than the AirPods, uh, they're they're a great option. So Beat Solo Three, uh, beer in my hand, and Kindle Voyage <laughs> in the other makes for a great flight. And um, yeah, those are those are my core nice. travel items when I'm when I'm headed out of town. The ones that I that I use this past trip. Nice, nice, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Jay, what what about you? Yeah, so I travel quite a bit for work um both on planes and um i i rent a lot of cars i drive to some of the places i have to go to and obviously mm-hmm. i travel with my family we go down to southern california pretty often so mm-hmm. uh some of the stuff that i use uh, in terms of the gear that i use um starting starting off with my laptop bag uh my wife got me this before i think this was while we were still dating and this was before i actually moved up here she bought mm. me a Timbuktu messenger bag. Uh, oh. Timbuktu is a company based in San Francisco, and they make uh, different types of bags, messenger bags, laptop bags, and they're they're great quality. I think they have a lifetime warranty, so if something were to break, you can just bring it in and they'll replace it. Um, oh, wow. I, I, yeah, I have a messenger bag. It'll fit a 15-inch, up to a, mine will fit up to a 15-inch laptop. Um, nice. And it's my laptop bag that i've been using since 2012 i think mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's an awesome bag it has a ton of compartments um i can't mm-hmm. say enough good things about this messenger bag so i nice. stick like work stuff i stick uh you know like snacks for the kids in there mm-hmm. it I, it has compartments for everything so i no complaints whatsoever um mm-hmm. i guess the next thing so whenever i travel uh, for work i'm usually flying and for me, essential piece of, of hardware is my headphones. So I use, like Nick mentioned, I use, also use the, the Beats, um, mm-hmm. PowerBeats 3, the, the new ones with the W1 chip that uh, my wife got me for, for, my, for this past birthday. And yeah, I, whatever you said, I, you know, I second that. They're probably the best headphones I've owned thus far. Uh, I used to have a crappy pair not crappy because my brother gave them to me, but a not as nice <laughs> pair of headphones, the Jabra yep. um, Moves, I believe they were mm-hmm. called. And I thought those were cool when I had them, but once I got these Beats ones, just the, the build quality is, it's you can't even compare it. Um, yeah. You know, I've the battery life is insane. I've probably charged this thing like less than 10 times since I've, mm-hmm. since I've got them. The battery just lasts that long. And wow. um, they fold. Yeah, no, I have to. You, no, you're right. I mean, I said like, I said that as kind of an observational wow, but I, I actually, it's funny. I've had them for I don't know, probably three weeks now, and I've charged them once, and yeah. I didn't even need to charge them. I just did it out of just this weird thing with charging my electronics <laughs> yeah. where I had to top it off. But it was like, I don't know. I it feels like I've barely used like ten percent of the battery capacity. It's, it's, it's like it, it, it's it's unreal. Yeah, it's insane. Like, I don't know what they did. But the battery life is insane. So um, those are probably like my, you know, my 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 best friend on a plane. I guess you know, I just listen to music or listen to podcasts while I'm on the plane. Yeah. Um, 
um i have to give a shout out to the apple watch i mean it's pretty oh, yeah, yeah. pretty vital mm-hmm. for me when i travel um depending on the way you have your watch set up in terms of no- notifications which ones you get and which apps you have installed um i have um i have the southwest app uh installed and whenever a gate change or something happens i'll get a push notification if something gets delayed or a gate change happens and it's kind of nice to have that stuff come through your watch as with all other notifications that i like to get like you know text Mm -hmm. messages and stuff like that so for me apple watch is pretty pretty essential for me not just when i travel but you know in everyday life um so you mentioned your uh, Belkin surge protector. That's actually the one that I used to use whenever mm-hmm. I did travel. Um, but I actually uh, switched that out for, it's called an Aki. The brand is called Aki, A-U-K-E-Y. And the reason why I switched, um, I felt like the the Belkin surge protector, even though it's a, it's, it's a surge protector and you can pack it up and go, it's pretty small compared to like a normal surge protector. Mm-hmm. This Aki charger is the size of a standard um, iPhone wall charger that they give you in the box, yes. but this has two USB ports, mm-hmm. and it's super yeah. tiny. I can just throw it in my bag. Um, super compact. It's, yeah, absolutely. I'm and at it right now, yeah, yeah, and and the reason why I got that, and I kind of retired my Belkin one for for home use, because really all I need to charge are my phone and my Apple Watch, and that's mm. two separate cables. There's two USB ports on this thing, and that was you know decision made it was super tiny mm-hmm. i can just throw it in my bag and um <laughs> unfortunately since it's so small i think i lost it on my last trip i was down in <laughs> fresno <laughs> yeah and i got a, i think i had to buy myself another one because i looked all over my bag and i can't find it anywhere it's yeah. it's that small <laughs> so um i and then you know along with the same things that nick you know a kindle i would love to get a kindle one of these days just because mm-hmm. um I don't, I read a lot, but I don't read a lot of books. I read a lot of like mm. random articles on the internet yeah. um, that I see on Twitter, but I would really like to just sit down and, and read more books, um, be yeah. more cultured, I guess. Um, and I would well, love to get a Kindle for that. Well, let me just say, Jay, I mean, kind of, um, I don't know, not in your defense, but like, I, I wouldn't call it cultured. I think that one of the things that is not, how do I put it? Okay. One of the things that is very understated about the Kindle, I mean, it's stated like in their marketing materials, but I think when I talk to people about it, it, I don't bring it up enough and I don't hear it enough, is the fact that because the Kindle is a single use or a single purpose device. No, yes, yes. The distraction distraction factor is huge. And it's, again, it's very subtle and like you don't really think about it because we're used to our phones. We're used to our iPads. We're used to our desktop computers and notifications coming in at every second and we're just i think as yeah modern people we're just attuned to that we're accustomed to that but there's a lot to be said about being able to utilize an electronic device and not be disturbed by notifications and it's definitely it goes hand in hand and i think everything that goes into a kindle to make it what it is that's one of the big huge factors in terms of why it's so great as a a reading device, you know, is, is you don't you don't have to deal with that. Yeah, because they have Kindle apps for iOS, your iPad, iPhone, Android device, but it's so easy just to hit the home button and go check Twitter or go check right. your email. Whereas a Kindle, I mean, they do have ones with 
a cellular connection, but that's just to download books. All you really do on a Kindle is just read. And I I could see myself, you know, using a Kindle just for reading because it'll it'll force me to read and not check anything else on the internet. It's it it really does it really yeah. is and you get and especially you get a good book you get really sure. in it you're like boom you're you're into it and nothing disturbs you yeah so, there you go um I kind of one other thing that I want uh, to add to my travel gear uh, have you heard of this company called Away they make these suitcases and um yes yeah the the yes, cool thing indeed. I mean it lo- it looks like a standard like you know they have the polycarbonate outside case casing it's got four wheels it's got, it's got the handle that goes up and down but the thing that mm-hmm. makes this stand apart it's got a built-in battery built into the suitcase and it's got two usb ports on top so you can charge your phone or your devices without yeah. having to hunt for an outlet at the apart or uh, sorry at the airport mm-hmm. or yeah. um at the hotel or, or whatever have you and i find myself doing this all the time trying to find a place to plug in, but having a built-in battery to, into your suitcase, oh man, that is, that is so cool. next level stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. I, I definitely want to look into getting one of those one of these days. Yeah, um, I, it's, it's, I, I definitely have to just kind of co-sign on that one. Um, I don't have a, well, I do, but it's just, it's falling apart basically. Uh, one of those little carry-ons that, you know, like for, uh, again, a weekend trip, that you mm-hmm. put like in the overhead compartment that you don't have to check in that kind of a bag. Mm-hmm. I'd be very interested yeah. to look into one of those for for one of those bags because the one that I have now is on its last leg. So yeah, you should. I'm gonna definitely check it out <laughs> and uh, use one of the offer codes too that we yeah. hear on our favorite podcast. Yeah, they they've sponsored a bunch of podcasts, so just have to listen to one and get the 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 coupon code or whatever and and get a discount. Um, and and if they're and if any of the representatives are out there listening, yes. they could sponsor ours too. Wink, yeah, I, I, we can test those out for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're hey, you know. Um, all right, just to wrap up the travel section, uh, I just kind of have some like tips I've kind of picked up along the way or learned just from traveling uh, pretty frequently. So the thing that I learned to do, um, especially with my laptop, my laptop bag, um, keep travel tech separate. So the idea behind this is. Uh, Keep a set of cables and chargers and adapters, dongles, whatever have you that you need. Keep them in your bag so you're not constantly mm. taking them from your bag and plugging them back into your home and vice versa. Yeah. So the, the idea is you just leave those cables and chargers in your bag so they're always there. You'll never forget them because I know before I figured this out, I'd be like, oh, did you get your, did you bring your iPhone charger? Did you bring your Apple Watch charger? Mm-hmm. Um just keep a set of cables, chargers, and all that stuff in your bag yeah. at all times. Um, yeah, and it's it saved me at least uh, for for work. I mean, obviously you have to invest in a bunch of cables, but if mm-hmm. you buy enough, like I, I've Apple devi- devices, they they'll give you a a lightning cable in the box. So just kind of keep one of those in your bag or a suitcase, yeah. so you never you'll never forget it as long as you don't forget it at the hotel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good tip, Jay. I don't, I honestly, I am very much, I've just, I've been doing it for years. Just throw it in your bag. Somehow it's, man, I don't remember, I remember, I don't know, it's been over five years, probably I'd say over five, six years ago where I forgot my lightning cable and I went to like a a mall kiosk or something and I bought like a, like a bootleg one. Yeah. So I've been very good 
since then. So knock on wood that um, doesn't happen again. But maybe I'll just you know locate a, a spare one that I have in a drawer somewhere, and then yeah, man. make sure to leave it leave it in my bag. So it's a great it's a great tip. Um, this one is more for um, if you have kids, and um, and you know obviously for yourself to download media ahead of time. So the idea behind this is you're probably going to be on a plane, or if you're driving through rural areas where you mm-hmm. don't have an internet connection connection or spotty Wi-Fi, uh, mm-hmm. download music um, or download media onto your device so you don't have to rely on an internet connection. So mm-hmm. um, if you buy movies off of you know, the iTunes store, you can download them locally. Netflix now has this ability to let you download movies. It's not all of them, but you can download select movies to store on your device. Uh, Plex, yeah. which we've mentioned before, if you've got, if you uh, bought into their membership, you can, one of the features, it lets you download and store uh, media locally on your devices. And now YouTube lets you do this. If you have a YouTube Reb uh, account, I think it's like 10 bucks a month, you can download um YouTube videos and we all know I mean I see my kids do it all they do is watch YouTube that's their for- main form of entertainment you can mm-hmm. actually with a YouTube Red account just download videos and store them locally on your device and if you have toddlers I mean I hate giving my two year old a device to kind of like pacify him and then he mm-hmm. just becomes a zombie but sometimes you just <laughs> need to because you're an unfamiliar place he, uh, yeah. they're hungry or they're tired and they look. My kid loves to watch train YouTube videos of trains, <laughs> and sometimes you just have to do it. Um, storing them yeah. locally will save you even more headache <laughs> from them crying. That, that might be worth. Let me just say that might be worth ten you know, bucks. The price of that that price that YouTube read. Yeah, there's. I mean, I definitely observe that. Um, I have a I have a, a small niece and nephew, um, uh, nine and five, and even even they are just. Yeah. You know, anytime that they grab anyone's phone, it's like, well, they go right to YouTube. Sure, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still a little bitter over the whole ProTube thing, RP to ProTube, <laughs> um, which check out the archives for that episode uh, to learn more about it. But yeah, I have to say that that seems like, you know, in, in those kind of use cases, and if you're a parent and your kids are like Jay's, that boom, they go to YouTube first, that YouTube Red subscription might be uh, might be worth checking out. Yeah. All right. So to wrap up this this travel section, I've got a bunch of miscellaneous stuff, kind of like tips. So we're going to fly through this so we can rate the beer. Um, mm-hmm. Sign up for an airline, hotel, rental car program. Idea is the same. If you book through the same company, you'll rack up points for free stuff, flights, uh, yeah. hotel stays, rentals. Uh, personally, I do Southwest, Hilton, and National. Southwest, okay. because they fly everywhere that we fly, mm-hmm. uh, Orange County, San Diego. Um, I go to Houston for work. Hilton, just because I don't know, <laughs> I like Hilton hotels. Hilton um, hotels are great. I got a co-sign on that. Nice, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And uh, National, okay. If anything, like whatever pick air, whatever airline you want, hotel. But for rental car, National is the best. Um, okay. Obviously, they're not a sponsor, but I've been renting through them uh, ever since I had uh, got this new position. So like, okay, about two years. Um, okay. If you sign up for their executive membership, it is the best. Um, at San Jose Airport, they have a section they have aisles of cars when you get up to the rental car center you just walk up to a car the keys are in there and you just drive away it's the best thing ever wow and really yeah you don't have to check in at a kiosk or anything if you're an executive member you'll just walk up to any car you get your pick like i don't i i don't want that car i need a minivan or whatever you just walk Mm -hmm. up and you walk away with that car and then they do all the paperwork at the 
you know, kind of like the the garage, like you know, yeah. where the arm comes down. You do it all there, and um, wow, it's great. Wow, I've, I've rent- never, I've never like, I mean, I don't rent cars as often as you do. I mean, I do it occasionally, but I've never seen anything close to that. It's that, that's, seriously like, the that's best. Like amazing. Yeah. Wow. Um, I've rented tens of cars. Um, I'm I'm like a few rentals away from like being like the elite executive. Um, just Ooh. as a tip, uh, if you're an Apple fan, Chevys and Fords I like because they support CarPlay mainly. You just plug in your phone ah, and it has CarPlay. It yeah. Yes. Um, Very cool. Chrysler 200 is a piece of crap car. Don't don't rent that. Um, <laughs> Dodge Caravan caravans are nice because they've got the room, but as far as like hooking up your phone, terrible. Chevys and Fords, they've got CarPlay built in. Um, nice. Download all the apps for those companies. They all have iOS apps, uh, airlines, hotels, whatever. They all have the contact info, so you don't have to go searching on the web uh, for mm-hmm. phone numbers and stuff. If your airline or hotel supports Apple Wallet, use it. It saves you from printing a boarding pass, and you look like an absolute boss when you just show your phone to the ticket person, and they just scan your, your phone, and you're on the plane. Yes, um, on that. In the TSA lines, you know how they have those little tiny, the circular trays to put like your keys, your wallet? your watch don't do that just throw them all into your laptop bag so your laptop bag is going to go through the x-ray machine anyway anyways it saves you from having to put it into its own separate tray and you have to fish it out you know once it goes through you have to put them all back in your pocket you know that all your stuff is in your laptop bag i hate like oh did i get my watch did i get my belt just throw everything in your laptop bag uh, when it goes through the x-ray machine Mm -hmm. um Lyft or the ride hailing apps, most airports, they have a designated place where they pick you up. It's not where the taxis are because taxis and Ubers and Lyfts, they don't get along. So most airports, they have a dedicated place where you um, have to wait for your ride if you're doing Lyft or Uber. Mm -hmm. And um, finally, on a personal note, everyone is trying to get home to their loved ones. Also, have some patience and compassion. You know, everyone is in the same boat. We're just all trying to get to our loved ones. So that's it for my travel tips. Don't be a jerk. Don't be a jerk. (laughs) All right. How are you doing on your beer, man? I'm, you know, let me just quickly say just to be honest with our loyal listeners out there i'm not fully recovered from my weekend um i drank a lot i'm just gonna, I, i'm I just imagine. gonna keep it real i am not drinking oh, this as, as, speed, as speedily as i would wow um he's got like half I guess the, his pint pint glass but hey the best i think the best way of looking at it is looking at it is that i've had more of an opportunity to really assess this very unique beer yeah and it appears that jay has finished his no 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 i'm oh what oh 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 oh, i had a i had a late dinner and i ate a ton so i'm i'm like pretty full Mm. so i I haven't been able to put away this entire bomber but um i think i'm further along than you are yeah so i was gonna say we're gonna rochambeau it or you're gonna take it (laughs) I'll, i'll go first i'll go first go for it um so kind of a backstory we kind of decided on this beer like literally hours before (laughs) the the show started (laughs) and i think nick this was a great pick um i saw it over i think it was like last weekend uh, or or Mm -hmm. last week i saw this because i was looking you know doing my beer run for the weekend and i noticed this and then you you suggested it i was like okay let's go try it out Uh, i don't think it's the first time we've had a stone beer on the on the podcast yes our first stone Mm mm-hmm and I must say, I was 
very surprised at how good this was considering considering it's a triple collab with two breweries that i've never heard of um the the stuff that they've made the beer with this you know yuzu yuzu kiwi and in habanero if you put that on paper it doesn't sound like they go together but for whatever reason it does in this beer i'm gonna give this a 4.5 it was actually pretty freaking good um it looks like a northeast style ipa the color and and the aroma kind of reminded me of it so it kind of like set me up for that expectation but it kind of you know it's not a northeast style it's definitely a west coast stone style ipa and it's really really good um all that stuff that they threw in there works for whatever reason the habanero is not overpowering as soon as i heard habanero or saw it on the label i was like oh crap here we go it's gonna be like a habanero (laughs) sculpin but it wasn't it was actually it's subtle it's super subtle it you notice it there it's a, a a nice accent to the rest of the uh the flavors that you get in the beer solid I, I i mean i don't know if i can knock it i am knocking it I, you know it's not a perfect five beer for me um but it's a definite solid beer i would definitely buy this again i would seek it out um i don't think they're ever going to make this again it doesn't seem like it's a a collab mm-hmm. but if there's any beers any bottles left over at whole foods or at bevmo i will definitely pick these up 4.5 for me well i i you know it's funny bottles like this especially nowadays with my drinking habits and getting cans from from so many different places usually this would be like a one shotter and i'd be like oh okay that was that was good and that's gonna be that but let me tell you jay i'm gonna get another at least one another bottle <laughs> nice. of this. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. When I when I can get my hands on it, I am super, super impressed. First of all, let me just say I'm a huge Stone fan. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk a lot about respect and yeah. a lot of the OG craft breweries and ones that we kind of got started in terms of drinking and really discovering which uh, types of beer styles and IPAs we preferred. Stone is at the top of that list. Um, the Enjoy By series mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of their core beers, you know, ruination. Um, I can go on and on and, and, and continue to name them in terms of what they've done for the craft beer world and especially West coast IPAs and what they've pioneered and the style, all the things that they've done, you got to respect them. And they're still at the forefront. And this beer is a testament to that. It's, it's them saying, and I think I've talked about modern times in, in a similar vein. This is to me, this is stone saying, we're stone worthy. We're, we're part of the you know OGs and the yeah. old timers and the old men and whatever. <laughs> but hey, guess what? We can still brew a modern, cutting edge, exciting beer. Yeah. And that's to me what that that is what Frutalica is to me. I'm I'm super impressed. I did not expect this. I expected really a super West Coast through and through beer. To be quite honest, I mean, I guess that was just a very short sighted assumption. So be it. But I expected a standard looking, maybe mm. unfiltered yep. style stone beer, but largely kind of transparent and very assertive West Coast and kind of the hops coming in. But really, more than anything, like Jay said, you get those fruit uh, type of characteristics. You get the yuzu, you get the kiwi coming in very subtle. You get the habanero perfectly balanced, might I add, mm-hmm. which is which is amazing. Yep. But really what I'm tasting more than that is is the actual hot presence let me just say um huge peach stone fruit nectarine a little bit of mango coming in 
I mean, the, and they called it, they market it as a tropical mm, I, yep. double IPA. Yep. Um, and I think that they delivered on that and they really upped the ante and they really, you know, really just super turn it up, you know, 50 decibel levels to use the same rock analogy, <laughs> doing the doing the rock on sign, head banging. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway. All right. So anyway, they really nailed it. I'm super impressed with it. It is, it is. Uh, true to Stone's identity, but um, at the same time, really progressive, really modern. And I'm going to agree with Jay's rating and give it a 4.5. Uh, very, very impressed with this and will definitely seek out another bomber or two before they are completely sold out. Yeah, you're telling me, man. I'm going to go back to Bevmo and see if they definitely. have it. When, when I went earlier today, they only had two mm-hmm. bottles left. There was only two. Yeah, and, and let me just quickly say that. I mean, the Bevmo near my house, which is the, uh, which is the Coma Bevmo, I don't know what's going on with those guys. I think they've <laughs> they've they kind of like hit a downward spiral ever since that time I bought that year old oh. um, twelve pack oh, yeah. <laughs> that we talked about on the show that I can never live down. But they have not, man. Lately, I've been looking for. We, there's been a couple times we've you know not too much uh, not to do too much inside baseball here, but there there've definitely been a couple of uh, like Jay mentioned a couple of show beers where we've done some pivots and little you know called some last minute audibles and uh this particular bevmo um it used to be that they would have for example all the latest stone seasonals all the enjoy buys just everything current everything up to date and that is no longer the case sadly i had to travel very far almost close to jay <laughs> down to redwood city um for this particular bomber luckily i was i was in town at the time um but um, yeah, I don't know. Bevmo, I'm just you know I, I used I was used to be a um, firm supporter and and kind of Bevmo through and through. But at least the one near my house is they're becoming a little suspect. Oh, so I don't yeah. know. They need to <laughs> they need to they need to number one get those old beers off the shelves, and number two start carrying all these local um, excuse me all these uh, these recent or new so stone seasonals. So anyway, I digress. <laughs> All right, Jay. Well, uh, where can our listeners send you their own personal travel tips? Um, please send them all to me. Um, I could definitely use them. Uh, I'm at, on Twitter at Jay Torres. Um, I haven't been doing it on Untapped lately. I have been there's too many things to post. Um, I will try and post more and more to Untapped at Jay Torres and uh, Instagram at Bay Area Beer Life. You can find me over on Instagram. If you would like to see my check-ins at Great Notion from this past weekend, hit me up on Untapped at Nick Pro. Uh, if you would like to check out our show posts, uh, drop us a line, interact with us, whatever have you, please hit us up on our show accounts at IBU Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. We love to hear feedback, thoughts on the show, beers you would like us to try, tech topics you would like us to cover. Continue to subscribe. Tell a friend if you like what you're hearing. Uh, We're having an absolute blast doing this for all of you, and we can't wait to chat with you more next week. And until then, Nick, cheers. Cheers. Cool. Let's do Wednesday morning. Um, I'll get you. I have a couple other cans for you as well from uh, from Cellar Maker. (laughs) Well, no, I got got a few from the Cellar Maker release, man. So, you know, anytime I get extra cans, man, I, I hook you up, bro. Dope. They were really good, dude. The double. Wait, have you had double dobus? No, I had the regular oh, one because you yes, get... yes. It's right. good. You're in for a treat, dude. I'm excited. <laughs> and that's for you, that's man. my steez. 
because right. it's a great batch. And you know, I'm super critical because I want it to be that one batch that I always talk about. Yeah. It isn't that. Oh, yeah. But yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty close. Sweet. All right, man. Hey, man, I, I'm feeling great, dude. I had a rough day today. <laughs> this was too. a great show. Great beer. That was, I think, well, I I'm going to buy well. another bottle of those. That was actually, I would definitely <laughs> drink it again. I'm gonna tell all my friends, dude. And they're yeah. gonna not believe sleeper. Me. They're gonna be like, what? They're gonna be like stone. What? I'm gonna be like, yeah. It's a sleeper don't, beer. Don't sleep on them. Yeah, don't sleep on them. 